to this week's episode of Marvelous Pod, in which we'll be talking about episode two of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Superhuman Law. Matthew, what do you think? Hi, I'm Matthew. Um, That's fine, I figured we'd just, uh, just mixing it up. Just, you know, everyone knows who we are by now. You know that makes us uncomfortable, Abby. <laughs> I had a whole jokey I joke. haven't had a drink. <laughs> oh. All right. I thought it was very short and made me laugh. Or oh, at least none times compared to last week. At so. least none. <laughs> at oh. least none. Oh, so that's a score, isn't mm. it? Um, I, I am. I am ready to be proven that like there were things that made me laugh that I've just forgotten because they were so great. But we'll okay. find out. Laura, how many times do you laugh? I'm not sure I'll be the one proving this for you. <laughs> uh, I I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, it still feels a lot like set up. And I think we're going to get into this case of the week type thing uh, as we're going forward. Curious to see how they do that. I'm going to have to stop thinking of this as a comedy because mm. I am, I am therefore, you know, for me, a good comedy. I laugh a number of times during a 30 minute episode. Mm. This I found a bit amusing and I think that's fine. Um, I did laugh once, mm. uh, which we can go into. But okay. uh, yeah, so I enjoyed it. I'm still waiting for it to get going. And we're a quarter of the way through, is that right? Not quite. It's Not quite. We've got nine episodes. Nine episodes. Nine episodes. Yeah. Nearly a quarter Nearly. of the way through. Nearly. Close to it. Yeah. Perhaps almost a fifth. Abby, know. what did you think? Well, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Like, I don't, I don't want to be particularly down on it because I'm not sure what the goal is and I don't quite know who this is for now. Hmm. Um, because it's sort of fun and, you know, I won't be the only one who um, doesn't say. We'll get into this in a minute because we will. But um, it's just... It's just a bit weird. Like every time I really want to like something, there's something weird about it, and I okay. can't just kind of wholeheartedly go along with it because I'm like, "But, but guys, it's a bit strange." But people didn't you think about this when you were? Yeah, I have I a few picky happened. bits. I have some I, nitpicking. Makes, do you know? I think that's it. It makes me feel nitpicky, and it makes mm. me annoyed or stressed. I'm finding it makes me quite stressed, mm. and that's not what not what I expected from the Marvel comedy. By the way. Does anyone remember why we thought it was a comedy? Because they kept telling us it was. Yeah, I'm why sure they told us. It's a 30-minute sitcom, legal comedy. I'm sure legal comedy has been used. Who said this? She-Hulk. Uh, comedy. Uh, Blame Feige. I think it comes up at Disney Plus as a comedy, surely, doesn't it? I mean, that's a tag, though, isn't it? Like, you know, when people tag things and you think, well, that's just getting it through the door, isn't it? You know, it's not going to be... But no, it was I mean, I mean, the website DisneyPlusOriginals.Disney.com So an official Disney website. <laughs> Disney. The The brief thing that's come up on Google is She-Hulk, a new comedy series coming to, ta- yep. to Disney Plus. Right. It's not, though, is it? Like, or, or is... Or, I mean, it's, it's, it's a sitcom. It's light-hearted. I think, but the thing is, ugh, oh, now I'm going to sound like such an old woman. Oh, but <laughs> Back in my days. <laughs> when I was young, a comedy was a comedy, and someone fell down the stairs, and you had a jolly good laugh, and that was that. Person no, A said a setup, person maybe. B said a punchline, no. and but someone I, else said, oh, me ticky ticker. Pivot to you, 
but that is this is true pivot mm-hmm. is always going to be funny and and i know friends was something particular but the problem is i think i now compare if someone says to me this is a comedy you're gonna laugh that's what i'm comparing it to because i can still watch that and laugh even though i know exactly what everyone's gonna say but there are comedies that aren't funny or that i've never found like the american office i know people who will tell me that's very very funny and i have tried no <laughs> i've yet seen... to raise a single smile the corners of my mouth are resolutely flat no i uh, i found some bits vaguely amusing um but but yeah so absolutely there are lots of comedies that i just don't mm. laugh at at all or i mean the summer I'm, i really don't particularly a lot of black comedies i'm like where is the comedy in this i'm just seeing darkness so, so comedy is so, I think probably more um, subjective than than a, a lot of uh, mm. um, things that we. So, I'm I, like I said I'm amused. One is amused, <laughs> but it takes quite a bit to actually get me to laugh out loud. Although the thing at, at TV because I always laugh with you guys when we record, so it is a bit ironic that we laugh more on this pod than we do when we're well, watching the comedy. Well, exactly. And that's the thing, if it is supposed to be a comedy or light-hearted or amusing somehow, it should have a joke in there somewhere. But I don't, is it a I don't... genre thing that I'm missing, though? Is this a kind of American comedy? I'm not brilliantly versed in American I mean, you... comedies outside the slapstick ones. Ali McBeal is, is the what they go to when they're talking about this. So I've actually not, I've only seen bits of Ali McBeal. You've seen it, haven't you, Matthew? Mm-hmm. And was that ha-ha-ha-ha? Oh. Proper funny. Did stuff you didn't expect. All of it. It had funny situations. It had characters who were doing stuff you wouldn't have expected. It had uh, not dark comedy, but, you know, her shouting at people or imagining things or something happening that just wasn't necessarily done on TV, certainly in the mainstream at that point, Mm. as well as just funny situations. And like I've I've said this before elsewhere, like it's really hard because at the moment we're also watching Fraser. And Fraser, as it turns out, stands up very well as one of the best comedies. We are fits of laughter throughout the episodes. It's so clever. It's so tightly scripted and plotted, but with every line being either set up or delivery, and even the setups are funny. But I can now watch that, and Laura, you can now just go and watch Friends. So anything that comes out has to be compared against that. Where mm. previously, like when you were watching Fraser, you couldn't watch Cheers or Mash, or you know, occasionally you'd have reruns, but you couldn't just compare it to everything ever and now suddenly the best is always available so you have to compare everything to the best although you know what is funny is i bought a um bob newhart record from a charity shop the other day (laughs) so funny which i just i i had a tape of bob newhart speaking of funny things when i was a child Mm -hmm. and i still it is still the funniest thing in the bus driver's Mm. school i've not heard since i was about eight years old that is absolutely hysterical I have, I have it on my phone because I'm modern nice. like yeah. that. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's, I've been watching a lot of Eddie Izzard back recently. And I just right. think in terms of laying out a sketch in front of yeah. you, being clever and words and set up and fall down and tone and delivery and all of these things, perhaps it is unfortunate that we're all engaging with comic mastery hmm. um, yeah. in our sidelines. But why not? And, and why not? Hmm. But this is the thing that just makes me think, if Marvel want to be funny, why aren't I laughing? Because the thing is, I did laugh at Thor. I really did laugh at quite a few things in Thor. And we talked a lot mm-hmm. on our Thor pod about the extent to which we were and weren't amused by things. Mm. And for me... I so want to make the good. goat noise, but I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, I'll save it. Do Just the more. 
button. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could do that. We've got the recording of me making that noise. Yeah. Could, could just pop that um, and, and, you know, let's just throw back to last week's episode where we did set everyone some homework. So I'm a little bit disappointed to hear you didn't watch your homework. You didn't watch Animobile. I'm hoping our listeners have watched Animobile and have watched, and have watched Orphan Black and have watched Dude Where's My Car. So those were, those were last week's. Orphan Black has been everyone done. Should have watched um, I've seen quite a bit of Orphan Last Black. week's homework and we should now be setting this week's homework as we go through the episode. Right. Yeah. Well, Bob, Bob Newhart bus driver's school. There you That's go. funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Alan Bill is not of O. It's only available if you have. Yeah, no, it's not anywhere. I could not find three it. Three episodes. It's that so are available you can't, like, with I'm not even sure you could buy it, which was strange. And it, but there are a few like that. Like I've got the DVDs of Third Rock from the Sun because you just cannot watch that anywhere. And again, so, that's a clever thing. Anyway. Tempted as I am to expand my viewing horizons, I feel I really must attempt to host this podcast and despite having not introduced anyone who's on it bring us back to the show um because i i understand why we're all immediately talking about other things that were more fun but this was very short and i watched it twice today and there are things that i do really like in it and Mm. i do want to get there sooner or later but there are some things i really didn't like and there are some choices i'm finding really weird um trying vaguely to go through things in a sort of chronological kind of way in the show, but um, don't rely on me too heavily for that, people. We won't. Um, <laughs> but obviously we, we talked last week about uh, She-Hulk, the name, and mm-hmm. how, to mm. an extent, we were surprised that they'd gone with that. How did you find the dialogue around the name this week? It just made me want to cringe and curl up into a ball. Like, they know it's not a good name. They know it's not a good name, but they're trading on it because this has always been the name. And they're even saying, actually, Hulk's a bad name. And that's a very fair point. Not not yeah. one I would have considered. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad we didn't discuss it last week, but I'm now not sure I have, I, I, almost like as we did last week, I'm not sure I have the appetite to discuss it of what and why She-Hulk is not a good name and they should have found a better name for it and perhaps they could have used this chance as a rebranding, but clearly they haven't and clearly they've decided just to dress it up front and, well fine they can go jump so. i mean they couldn't really call it jolly green woman or anything like that could <laughs> do you they? know Which that's made me laugh if it was called <laughs> jolly green woman i would have laughed at this show at least once <laughs> i think the thing is it, the she-hulk character has fans from the comics mm-hmm. and i do think particularly as we already have hulk it would be strange mm. if they then brought this character in but didn't I don't and I, I, to be honest yes it's very on the nose but I think something they I, I'm hoping in these two episodes they're sort of getting out of the way all of the things they need to mm-hmm. to set us up because yes it felt clunky but also it was kind of again I do think it's because it's clunky to us because we are people who are engaged in talking about um, the idea that you know a she-hulk is derivative of, of the male hulk um, mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people who are watching this that Perhaps wouldn't that wouldn't have occurred to them, and I'm not saying because we're super smart, just it's because an area we're interested in, um, and come across in our discussions. So I think a lot of the stuff that we felt was really heavy-handed in the in the first one. I think if you're talking about for a general audience, maybe it's not so heavy-handed. There are a lot of people who don't even know what a pronoun is. That's fair. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah, but and and some of them in the United States Senate, so you know. Mm-hmm. 
let's mm. park. Um, so, so yeah, it was, and the fact that it came from the crowd, which or from the um, the really the masses awful guy, the eyewitness guy. Did you actually catch? I, it was only the second time I watched it. I actually caught what he said. No, I caught it the first time, Chick and I and or it, something. No, it, not it's not that bit. He's I mean, no. he does, yeah. So he literally says, yeah, so there's this chick talking to the... So he's talking to the news reporter and facing him, he says, yeah, so there's this chick, looks to camera and goes, pretty decent, turns back to the reporter and says, turned into a Hulk, like a chick Hulk. And then the reporter comes up with She-Hulk. So, I mean, obviously that's very deliberate they're doing that there, but it was kind of like, oh. Mm. Mm. Um... So again, I think I think with the misogyny, they're also they're not doing it as much in this one. But when they're doing it, they're hitting it so hard that I, I say that I didn't notice it the first time. But so that sounds absolutely ridiculous. But with um, Dennis as well, he when he's complaining, you know, that mm-hmm. she's nepotism, and that's how, which I suppose is kind of true as to how she's got Hulk powers. But when he says there's a hot chick over there, I'm going to go and talk to it. That was weird. Like, I don't that think, was weird. I don't think guys who, even guys who would use that kind of language around other guys, they tend to not use that language in front of women because... And I don't think they'd say it. I just don't... Yeah, I, it's, that's a That could have been a completely different... That could have had exactly the same mm-hmm. uh, meaning, but just in words that sound like someone would actually say in front of a female colleague. Mm-hmm. Or even in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Because they did, I feel like they did the same thing with the cousin. I'm assuming, and his comparisons, then his comments at the end of what? Oh, I could have done that. Like, okay. I had less of a problem with the cousin than when they walked in and the mother made the comment about the sugar and the waistline. I thought you've just mm-hmm. that's it again, and and that is a pattern I feel like is coming through in the show. Like they're just like banging awful points in in with such brevity that it just feels quite aggressive. Like, again, it's in 20, nasty. Yeah, in twenty twenty two, it feels really heavy. Like, it's really nasty. Again, I do think this is because one, we we talk about the stuff anyway mm. that it, it's jumping out at us so much, and two, we are pouring over this episode in a way that very few people are going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but and those so, things jumped out immediately. Like both both those comments about the chicken about the sugar thing. Really jumped out immediately, and there was a similar couple of things in in last week's one as well. That are just so they're so sharp mm. that I don't think you can miss them. And I understand. I, I think it's a, a really good point that we are. I guess you could even say that we are looking for this. We are thinking about this. Yeah. We are engaging with this in this way. But I, I'm really not watching it. Like try. I don't have to do anything. I like. I have a feeling about that line. Like I'm already uncomfortable with that line because the mm. whole point is that like. Maybe you're supposed to feel like, oh, well, maybe that's what your mum's like. And, you know, my mum's been like that in my life. And I don't want to be slapped around the face with it when I'm watching mm. my Marvel show for a throwaway line that is supposed to tell me something about, like, oh, she's this type of archetypal mother. Like, you're doing so much work with such a sharp line. It's a bit odd. And and I, even if you're trying to explain things to a wider audience who perhaps, I don't know... Are we saying that, that they maybe deal in sharper language or need it to be more to the point? I I just feel like the brush strokes are very, very sharp. It's not, it's not what brush strokes... You want sharp brush strokes, don't you? Uh, they're not broad, they're sharp. I don't know. 
Shallow? The nail is sharp. <laughs> no, it's just, it's so but... specific. <laughs> I, and I don't, I don't know if people would necessarily get that. I don't, I don't know what a general audience. I think the gets. thing is because it doesn't feel like it's woven in. Mm-hmm. It feels yes. like it's Marvel, 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 feminism. Marvel, 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 feminism. And, and again, I, I don't think it would bother me as much if I wasn't staring at this thing and knowing I was going to talk to you guys about it because I don't think I'd be paying as much attention. And I'm pleased they're doing it because it is, you know, bringing a different um, experience and, and the whole point of having diverse writers is so you bring different experience. Mm-hmm. But it just there's something about it that's feeling incredibly clunky. Now, maybe if I was laughing more, I wouldn't be paying so much attention. Um, I really like the show. I know it's not coming across that way. But and I suppose I just... thing as well. I want more for it. That's it. I'm not angry. I'm just slightly disappointed. <laughs> I, I want to like this show, but I am just occasionally starting to wonder why. So thinking about kind of when she goes in, into the bar and has this whole kind of bar-based sequence, I know that women don't need to be likeable at any point, but there were very few points in the show where like as we start to see more of Jen and her family and how she is with her colleagues and how she is with her cousin when she talks to him on the phone and and how she is and who she is I just found myself thinking I don't know how much I want to hang around you I understand that you're going through a life transformation but this is all quite odd (laughs) no I find I agree with you I don't think that we want all female characters to be likable, but I do think it's actually quite important in a Marvel comedy for your protagonist to be likable. Or at least, like, the fact that she keeps talking to me does not a like make. I don't know that I want her yeah. to talk to me at this point sometimes. No, I, I quite like her. I don't have I don't have a problem with her. Um, I don't think the, um, the breaking the fourth wall worked as well this time. And it seems no one can hear. Which was weird because we thought maybe Hulk it's only could Hulk hear. that can hear. Maybe it's a, a maybe. genetics. That maybe be. it's something in the blood. Maybe Hulk all this maybe. time has had someone watching him. Um, but because the way those worked so well in the first one for me is they were quick asides. Because mm. this was like a rant, mm-hmm. a, a completely fe- um, justified rant, but it just felt like it just went on a bit too long for it to be a quick right. aside to a fourth wall break. And I. I mean, it comes a bit later on, but I like the one about now I'm going to spend the rest of the year thinking yes. about the thing I just said. That I one really like that. Really well. Uh, well, well, I, I, I think it did. Although, again, it was just one of those things where it was so quick in there, and I thought I can't remember what you just said because <laughs> I'm thinking so much about that line that you just said. You said you were agnostic to what was it now? Like what was it to rewind? <laughs> um, like there, there. It, it felt like that was the setup for this resonant line that will connect with women who will identify with it. And then I was just like, but I can't remember why <laughs> this line is now here. So, I mean, it felt like a, a sharp end. Mm. Again, that's another thing. There's lots of bits that stick out in this way. Anyway, did we think she should have lost her job? Apart from for plot reasons? Hmm. I've, I've very, I was like, oh, wow, that's a move. That's a thing. Yeah, and she. I don't think you go to a bar and tell her she's fired. That seems a little. Um, I. I mean, it was. Yeah, I was kind of going back and forth, and then the fact that no one would hire her. I'm like, some law firm is going to be hiring this woman, if only for PR. 
not necessarily to like do a superhuman mm-hmm. law, but mm-hmm. just for PR, you'd be hiring her. And particularly as she's seen as a hero, it's not like the problem that um, Banner had where he starts off as mm. being seen as a monster. Um, but yeah, that did that did feel a little strange. And I did what I did like though. Well, I also then questioned why are all these law firms pulling her in for interview to then say no because you are who you are, we're mm. not going to hire you, which felt a little bit cruel. But what I did like is the background behind her that the officers get steadily less prestigious as time okay. goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah, more and more. Good. I thought that was, that was a really nice touch. I feel like, and again, this might be a lack of personal knowledge about these things, that I don't necessarily quite understand how good she may or may not be as a lawyer because I always felt, because she is an attorney and we're going to get a show about it, that the idea was that she would be this kind of incredible, like, incredible lawyer. <laughs> Um, I think she's meant to be good because that's why the evil lawyer hires her. He says that, you know, you would have beaten us if it weren't for the fact we were able to get a mistrial. Mm. With a mistrial, don't you then have another trial normally? Particularly if the DA had a winning argument. Mm. It's almost as if they've gone mistrial, well, we don't have to deal with it anymore. But yeah, I I get the impression she's meant to be pretty good. But didn't he then also say once she got in... But the deal is you have to be She-Hulk all the time and actually that's why I hired you. Yeah, but Pretty much. he started off by saying that, you know, she had she did have it in the bag with that oh, case. Well, I was trying to convince her to take the job, which needed remarkably, by the way, little work from the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I no, I think we're meant to think that she's pretty good at her job and I assume we'll see that over time. I did like when she gets sacked by, the, by her boss in the bar. I did like the whole... Um, when she then shrunk down that her, because her metabolism had changed, she's suddenly drunk. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really smart. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was clever. And that I and did I, laugh at. Do you know that's true? I did also laugh at that. Yeah. Um, and I think then that does kind of account for the way she is in the rest of that scene. I did like the acting wise. It wasn't like she suddenly got sober at some point in, in the scene. Like, you know, you'll often see those things when someone's very drunk, but then it's not very convenient for the scene. So then they have to get kind of, straight and sober yeah in it. and i like that she kind of held on to that had a lot to drink here and not going to get any more enthusiastic about it all mm. um but yeah and then we did get to meet the um the extended family mm-hmm. um any other feelings on those scenes that we haven't covered i think jed's dad has a very good point about hawkeye's arrows <laughs> and i thought that was amusing I did laugh at that. I, that. I will give it that. That on the back of her in the bar listing off her technical thoughts on the Avengers. Do the Avengers get health care? Yeah. Do they have benefits and a pension and maternity leave? And do they even get paid? Mm-hmm. Which are questions I have. And then him asking <laughs> that question feels like someone either listens to a show such as us or like us or reads Reddit because they know the sort of quibbles that people have. And I don't want them just dismissed. <laughs> I, I, I know it's answers. Damn I it. know it's me, but but I feel th- if they made a decision, what what way are they going to go? Is being an Avenger a job, and there are aspects to it where you get some sort of coverage and support? Then well, they can do they things cover that, that in Captain America and Winter Soldier, though. Isn't that why they're trying to fix up the boat? Yeah. So it seems since Tony's gone, I don't think there is anything. Yeah. Well, exactly. And but. If there's also the the Sokovia records where they work for the government, then there should be something. So that I, seems to have been forgotten quite. What, what exactly? I feel like somewhere within here there should be a, a a decision either way. Whereas at the moment, I think they just want to play the joke as often as they can. 
Yeah. And again, it's a joke that we've had before. There are, there are other things in this where I think I feel like we've had this joke before. And people mm. who watch Marvel, watch Marvel. So they've seen these jokes. And... Is that, I was going to say, is this a hazard of um, shows being made sort of in isolation from each other? You almost need that sort of overarching, I'm on top of... You need somebody, almost like continuity for all the TV, mm. who's who's going along with everything as it's being made and is kind of at script level and what's coming. And it's just, I'm sure there must be someone aligning these things, even the tiniest bit, although it really doesn't feel like it. No, no, it doesn't feel like it. It's some, me Marvel, it's I'll some do it. specific detail bits that we're saying. And we're not even saying that they contradicted. We're just saying that they've not really they've given us before. an answer. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, you know, let's dive into that point ever so briefly. We had problems with the way they went from one division to Multiverse of Madness and didn't have the continuity and through threads that they perhaps should have done. Mm. Um yeah. You know, in the big swings, they don't necessarily feel like they're matching things up as well as they should do. So I uh, shouldn't expect it at the small swings, but perhaps they should go... Perhaps if you're writing these shows, you should watch the other shows and go, oh, yeah, we have done that thing before. Perhaps we shouldn't do it in our show. Is there a line in Hawkeye about picking up the arrows? I just... I feel like I can remember someone saying, like, that's really expensive. Or, like, I think Kate makes some comment about it, but we don't... Mm. It's just a case of he, he sort of gives her a look or something. I expect. Um, I mean, I mean, the, the one we're coming to is the introduction of the scary villainous character who then does, oh, actually, hello, I've got a British accent and I'm kind of fun oh. and stuff, isn't it? Which we've had with Ben Kingsley before in a movie and then a previous movie. So thank you very much. I'm not sure she's I'm, British I'm, in this. Hmm? I'm not sure she's British in this. No, I'm talking characters You're coming talking up about later. Tim Roth. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, fine. Yeah, yes, sorry. Yes. I was thinking that's that's the one no, that I'm trying not to preempt with that we're we're getting there. Um, but I'm like, we are getting there. But to like, be fair, he I'm... was like that in Incre- the Incredible Hulk, which both two thousand and eight have watched mm-hmm. today for you. Well, we all... yes. Um, anyway, I'm happy just... to just go straight there. I mean, I I I'm could not... have made other so... points. Are you not? Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. Still working through. Um, but just talking about the Sokovia Accords there. I would really like to see that as one of the cases of the week. Can someone yeah. remind me what they are? It's it's an Ameri- it's a Captain America film. That's why you don't remember. Oh right. It's what they were arguing over in Civil War whether they should be like registered. You are very. Whether they should be registered as uh, with the with the UN, and really? actually be agents of the UN, or... and actually given wow. given jobs to do, not just going off and acting when they think they should yeah. act. And if and, they act and... when they think they should act, they are considered vigilantes and arrested. It's the whole reason why Black Widow and Captain America and Falcon and some other people went on the run. You remember that thing that had no impact on the rest of the franchise? Cool. This is this is why I never remember mm. these things. So it sounds it sounds like it would be really interesting, but clearly it wasn't. So. <laughs> I'm not signing up to this slander. <laughs> but yeah, so I think so. This something around Sokovia Courts could be interesting. I don't think they're going to do it because they seem no. to have abandoned. I'm, I'm not sure it's going to be case of the week. Oh, yeah. I think it, I think it might be procedural investigating thing, but in a sort of uh, some some bits of Animobile, NYPD Blue, a few things like that that had sort of longer ongoing arcs. Maybe, maybe there will be individual things coming. Okay, uh, and maybe I, this is just. Maybe you know more from adverts or something or, or, or lines, I've seen but nothing. okay, I've seen nothing about. This, yeah, so no, I'm 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 no expecting spoilers. the Emil Blonsky thing to come, yeah, and be more I'm, about I'm that. I'm expecting and... that to be first half plot anyway. Mm. 
until Titania comes back, which I realised she was called Titania and the actress is called Tatiana. Tatiana. That's yeah, going to throw really us from confusing. absolute. Yeah, it's really throwing me once this time. <laughs> so Tatiana, <clears throat> so Titania, we find out is a superhero influencer, which I love. Um, and she's not there for. <laughs> she's not there to attack anyone. She's fleeing traffic court. That's why she burst into the court, which was not what I was expecting. Surprised not to see her this time, other than in the news report. It felt like that's what we were building up to. Hmm. I, I'm yeah. I'm not sure how much she's going to be in it again. First half yet. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. It, it does feel like this might be a series of two halves. I think. Okay. Um, but then it's hard to guess when the pacing is so brief. Hmm. So that's my guess. A few more nitpicks, because let's get them out of the way, and then we can be more sure. positive. The clothes thing is really starting to annoy me. And I, do you know what? I, I've made my peace with it because I'm like, yeah, it would be really difficult seeing as she's going back and forth quite regularly. Mm-hmm. It would be difficult. She's constantly then in ripped clothes or what have you. But, you know, she's got the, when she was in the courtroom, her seam popped because she was in a suit. And now when she comes into the office and transforms, she takes her shoes off. She's walking around holding her shoes. But then when she goes to the prison, she's... Yes, her shoes, her clothes are a little bit shorter, but she's walking in high heels somehow, and then transforms in the scene back to Jen Jen in the same clothes and shoe. Do you know? Which I I was like, do you know what? We're just going to have to deal with. But then they actually call it out with her saying, "I'm going to have to buy a whole new wardrobe for work." No, you're not, love. If you watch it, it doesn't really appear to be a problem. We thought it would be as well. So I, th- I think it's fine because you know we don't want to keep destroying wardrobe. But don't then call it out as a mm. hang a lampshade on it when it's then pointing out that actually no, they're not following through. And she then has time to go and buy a new suit should she want to, and clearly is being paid, so could have just gone and thrown on a credit card. And I'm sure we have all had to buy emergency clothes at some point. <laughs> okay, yes. I don't think you've ever tried but... to shop for a woman's suit. <laughs> I say I really like when she's being Jen in that suit. I really like the way that suit looked, and I thought, but I hope this is intentional, and I hope that this is the cut of suit that is coming because I can wear that. <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah, woman suit, and she's not a standard size. Where the hell she got okay. heels of that size and not on the internet? Camden Market. Okay. In Los Angeles. Camden, Los Angeles. <laughs> That's quite a round trip. That'd be an equivalent. Hey, let's go to New Camden Market. I feel like LA will have you covered. I I think you'll be fine. Yeah, but in in the time of, I need to get down to the prison. Anyway, so it's something that clearly I'm now not going to mention again. Okay. Probably. Until it's really annoying. (laughs) Until it's really annoying. But it's like, fine, I completely can buy the conceit of it, but don't start then pointing it out. I would like to add on to that. My goodness, jackets don't do that over deltoids. And if they did, we'd all be buying them. <laughs> Who is her tailor? Tell us. That's, that's, oh. If I was frustrated by bodybuilding last week, it did get worse this week because her yeah. legs got thinner, smaller. Really? <laughs> and uh, and her, I felt like her shape was, um, ooh, more, just more pronounced, you know, more hourglass pronounced, okay. particularly at the end. Mm. We'll get. Right. Okay. I just felt that they've just made her long and green and 
it, all, all her muscles seem to be in her breasts now because that's the only thing I can see. And I don't think it's just me. But I just... I, anyway. Okay. Anyway. So we are... Anyway. 32 minutes in. Okay. I have one one more pick. Okay. And one more pick. And we've not so yet Laura's reached in him charge of editing. So, <laughs> which, yeah, and I, you know, I'll be ready for that. Which goes to character. And that's when she comes into the prison and the guy says, you know... If he killed you, it's your fault or what have you. And he puts a waiver in front of her and she signs it without reading it. And she is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. That is one of the other things mm-hmm. I was going to say is she's not very lawyerly. No. And and it was very... Sh- I can understand. You don't want to watch someone then stand there and read four-page document. But it was very short. And even if we'd just seen her skim... Like, you know that thing where you just have a pen in your hand? You just run it down the page and you're literally just skimming to see, is there anything I'm not expecting in here? Mm-hmm. I do that. Yeah. So for a lawyer yeah. to not and that I've been in you that can do that with editing. Often. Just just cut to you know he's slouched and and pacing or something, yeah. and she's got her jacket over her shoulder, and the clock behind them shows it's an hour later. Done. Yeah, I d- it didn't even. It just literally needed an extra just second. Even just mm. her looking at the words. Yes. Would have done because that's just such a character thing with lawyers. Mm. Anyway, mm. on the positive side, Nikki's yellow dress was beautiful. Yes. Uh, Alex Perry Ray dress. Sadly sold out, but as it was $1,600. Can we put a link to it in the show note just so I can find it? Yes, I can. (laughs) I mean, and and speaking of things that made us laugh, big ass windows, gestures made me laugh. Okay. (laughs) And and mini fridge, I just, she's the best thing in this show. Yeah, I definitely want to see a lot more of her. I think she's wonderful. Right, we, so that's my complaining uh, very briefly, we had the introduction of Pug, I believe his name was. We did, yes. Uh, played by <laughs> Josh Segura, mm-hmm. who plays Prometheus. Do you remember, you've both seen Peacemaker. Mm, Am I right yeah. in thinking, who was, the, who was the sidekick guy that, that he had in? Oh, is, is it, it him? him? No, no, no. Oh, I was going to say, didn't pause, look like it. Pause. Who was the sidekick guy in Peacemaker? Vigilante. Or was it Vigilante? Yeah. Ah, okay. So right, not the same thing. Ignore me then, no. I was thinking no. he really did not look like him. No. <laughs> I thought they were the same. Okay, fine. Prometheus is, Prometheus is a character from Arrow. Who oh, that's kind why of, I don't know. Kind of, uh, sort of very like Oliver Queen, but sort of darker and... Aren't there a lot um, of them that are like Oliver Queen? Oh, you know, yeah. Would Would you believe the Flash comes up against a lot of speedsters as well? Weird that. <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was very good, very compelling in thing. I mean, the character was poorly written, and the action was really good. So, hopefully, if cool. he gets to do some action in this, it will stand out. Yeah, curious to, to see yeah. see where he did. Comes sort of pass me by as as we were there, and just kind of was just enjoying Nikki and her dress okay. at the time. <laughs> She goes off and meets Emil. She does. <laughs> we have I'd the, like to know more. the introduction of Tim Roth. Mm. We have the introduction of Tim yeah. Roth. And I'm sure everybody will be surprised to know that Tim Roth, being an actor of a certain generation who's British and has been in a lot of, frankly, really quite unpleasant or depressing films uh, from the 80s, early 90s, I'm a big fan. <laughs> my, my, my Tim Roth fan 
period actually finished in, in with the Hulk in uh, 2008. Yeah. I don't think I've really made an effort to see him in anything since. We which, did lots of um, US TV shows, didn't they? He did, so, and, um, and I wasn't very interested in those. But um, when I was about 14, I was just deeply obsessed with the Mike Lee film Meantime, which also is Gary Oldman's first film. And uh, and Tim Roth and Gary Oldman are wonderful. And there's also Made in Britain, they, which Tim Roth is wonderful in. And they are the and titular horrible. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Are they, so they're in multiple and, films and exactly. together. How you in, imagine okay, by the time right, okay. we get to Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, yeah. and I'm like 15 and doing Shakespeare at school. I just, mm. that was the best thing I've ever seen. So, um, <laughs> so I, I am just very deeply emotionally attached to Tim Roth. It's very, very nice to see him in his lovely red and gray suit <sighs> with his lovely voice and uh, just being delightful and charming. And I'm um, sorry, Matthew, I really bought it. I liked it. I thought it was quite entertaining. I, I have mixed feelings on seeing him here because Tim Roth does not look like that. It made me feel very old. Tim Roth is so much younger in doesn't my head. Doesn't look that different from he 2008. No, that's one of the things I was going to say. He doesn't look that different from 2008. Uh, I, so, I, yeah, I don't know what I think of him in then, but in my head he did not. I was like... Oh man, I'm so old. <laughs> Even in Rosencrantz, he looks quite old compared to Made in Britain, which is well, well he's he's grizzled, so. you know. Oh, it has, has always been, been but no, there was, there, was, there was just something yeah. here that I was like, oh wow, okay, I've not seen him in a while. Um, oh. mm. Mm. No. Both, both Laura and I followed this up by going back to. The Incredible mm. Hulk yeah. from 2008. I didn't even hesitate. Um, Laura, you were clearly <laughs> similarly moved to go and... Yes. And it's it's because um, when Blonsky says that, um, you know, his, his argument that he was pumped full of these drugs by the government. Mm. And I was thinking, I don't remember it that mm. way because it's been quite a long time since I've seen it. And I was thinking to myself, oh, it's really annoying that The Incredible Hulk isn't on Disney+. Plus. And then looked, and it's on Netflix. Yes. Uh, in the UK, anyway. So, uh, so yeah. For you, Matthew, so you don't have to. I watched Thank it. Thank you very much. I'm very And then found out that Abby was watching it at the same time, but yep. a little bit ahead of me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's lying. He wanted he, sure he wanted to be pumped full of the gamma stuff. And then he was annoyed that it wasn't doing as much as he wanted. So he wanted some more of the gamma stuff. And then he got the guy who becomes the leader to put some topping Hulk of mm. Hulk's um, blood into him. And that's how he becomes the abomination. So I know it's not a shock that Blonsky's lying, but it was a shock that he does look pretty similar. I, I'll be honest, I also was quite surprised by just how similar he looked. Mm. If you compare how different Ed Norton looks from 2008 yeah. to now, right, okay. that is a change. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I'm glad I went back and watched that because mm. that's not how I remembered it either. But it did make me like the episode all the more, although once more it made me question Jen just a little. Um, that she was and she was buying it uh, not necessarily even that yes. she was buying it but that she was so entranced I mean who wouldn't be so entranced by Tim Roth in a lovely tracksuit <laughs> I just you know speaking so nicely with the haiku and everything it's it's all I want and I think there's a I do think there's a significant difference between the London accent and the Scouse accent of Ben Kingsley which um, Sir Ben Kingsley which uh, we've so previously enjoyed in Shang-Chi which yeah. um, as we were reminded uh, the abomination was also in mm. Um, yeah, I think I don't. I don't think it's the same thing, though, is it? Because that was a reveal, whereas we know from two thousand eight that he's Russian born, yeah. British raised. Yeah, and sounds like that. I th yeah. I think it was the thing that there's all this setup that he's going to be big and scary, and it's all which they did with the Mandarin, the introduction of Mandarin. Yeah, and then it's he's there and like, 
Hello, Namaste. It's lovely to see you. Right. I don't know though. I just... like, maybe Americans are scared of us. Well, yeah, there is that. I mean, because what, what we did learn from Moonlight was that they don't know what British accents sound like necessarily. <laughs> and no offence to anybody, but um, you know, British people didn't know what British accents sounded like either. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not quite sure what anyone takes from these things anymore. But certainly, he has the same accent that he has as that character. Yeah before so it would have been more weird if he'd had a different one mm. i think okay. and and it does just show you that um that this type of role and this type of thing is not as new as maybe it felt when we were watching mm. shang chi mm. it's you know we did actually do that before it's just that there's a quite a lot of um incredible hulk with no dialogue in it and the first bit of tim roth he hardly says anything it's like 20 minutes of just people doing stuff and tunnels and things and it's just really really boring <laughs> do you know it was better than i would have remembered <laughs> thank you yeah, but now you bad in your memory yeah. no i can now um, um and and i have to say with that film what i did think was really good is the the, the roth character and mm. the fact that he he becomes the abomination because he as he says, you know, if I knew what I knew now in the bo- my body ten years ago, that's not someone I'd want to go up against. But then when he starts to get the serum, it's still not enough to be able to to take down Hulk. So, and that idea of you know a soldier who, um, the general Ross says to him at some stage, you know, you should you should be a colonel by now. He's like, no, I'm a fighter. And this idea that his body is letting him down, and so that is his motivation, which I thought that, was, that seemed quite sophisticated actually. Mm. And so I thought I thought he was good in this. It, it felt absolutely like the same character. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious, although I was thinking, why is he in prison then? Because I thought he was in Shang-Chi. And then they answered that question. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what's quite exciting, perhaps, about that character is that if this is one of the first payoffs that we've had in the show for engaging with previous content mm-hmm. in a way, like, this is a big payoff, I think. If you go back and you watch it and you think, well, no, actually, that isn't what happened, let me check, and then you go back and you watch it, there's clearly more story coming. And maybe part of the reason that we get to do things like that in this is because it's so sharp and on the nose about other things. Do, do you mean the fight from Shang-Chi as payoff? Or Tim Roth from no, Incredible I mean, Hulk as payoff? I mean, the fact that like his origin story okay, is not fine. what okay, he tells yeah, yeah, Janet okay. is. Okay. Um, so there's there, there are just some layers mm. but, which contradict... Things yeah. we, the audience, have already seen. But yes, I had the same thing of she does seem to be buying this. And if she was a good lawyer, she'd be like, oh, that's interesting, that's interesting. Let me go away and research. Well, I, I don't think she's just taken that now. I think, I mean, the thing is, I don't think any research would identify that because it was all super secret military stuff, wasn't it? Mm. I don't think that would be. I think they played it like she was really sort of melting into it. Mm. it it felt very well, much like oh this wow. is easy i've got a defense because he's told me this thing like no, I, I think, she I, would go and find out more about his character about his background about some of the circumstances I, like yeah, she's she says to um bruce on the phone i might be falling for a, a well it wasn't word to use but a yarn here hmm. I think, I think she said, so, said i, I don't sounds like i don't think i am falling for it but mm, you know there was yeah. there was a tiny bit of doubt in there but it's, uh, I mean, it's it's a nine-episode comedy. Mm. Mm. But, okay. but the thing that annoyed me about that phone call, which kind of ties into the, you're not making me enjoy this character very much, is the way that they just so played 
her ringing him to talk at him and tell him a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just so heavy. And I just, I, I really wanted her to ask something, <laughs> maybe like a lawyer or just, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, like find like out nice more person. about the situation or mm. something. I, I don't know. Just. It was, I, I found again that, that scene a bit odd. I did like the idea, though, that Bruce was really, like, placated by the hiking. Yeah. I, I, I found did like that, that as well. I found that also... I feel like as we're going through, I'm finding more things that I thought were funny. Because I thought... I, I don't know if I laughed at that, but... No, I, I know. That's what I was about to say. Amused. I think. Yeah, it was amusing. Um, <laughs> but didn't necessarily laugh. But yeah, it, it definitely has got me curious for where that's going to go. Um, and instead of having heroes fight each other, Matthew, this time they had them write haiku. Yes, and make yes. up with each I mean, other by post. I mean, there was no fighting, there was no action, nothing happened in this. It was just lots of scenes of mm. people talking. Um, and then we have that clip at the end. The the it seems to be the bit that we saw in Shang Chi. So is this set yeah. at the same time as Shang Chi? Is this after it? I don't think we're going to find out, but. Did they no. say that a clip had emerged? Yes, I think it's which didn't right. really yeah. suggest when it had been. And, it, and yeah, the, the, the dialogue from Shang Chi did seem to imply this was not the first time they'd fought because they clearly no. trained together. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, do do you think that someone is basically just letting prison people make money out of being monsters? I assume there is a racket. I don't know because for Wong to be involved, mm-hmm. that didn't feel sort of but organized crime. No. No, but I, well, I think he probably would have a question. How come you're out of prison? And how he was the one who out? took him back to prison with the sling ring. So, oh, that's how he's getting out, isn't it? The sling ring. Yeah. Duh. yeah, yeah. So, I don't think it is that. But also, it's definitely Blonsky because he calls him Blonsky, doesn't he? It's not like it's another mm. abomination. Mm-hmm. Um, which in theory could be possible. So yes, an in, argument they run. In theory, this will be a thing that pays off from having watched stuff elsewhere. Yeah. But at the same time, they don't have to reference Shang-Chi at all. It, it could just be a tie-in because we know it's a tie-in, but actually it doesn't do anything with that knowledge. Mm. So, Well, I think that just acknowledges it. that it happened, mm-hmm. which they didn't necessarily have to. They could have just been like, oh, yeah. No, was... but this is in order to yeah. make her, she's just said, yes, I yeah. will be mm. his lawyer. Mm. Yeah, this is driving the plot. And that's interesting that mm. the scene from Shang-Chi is driving the plot now. Yeah. In this TV series. so Which must have been a you... plan in, into Shang-Chi from this, because why on earth would you randomly have the abomination there otherwise? Chicken and egg, isn't it, really? But so so first of all, you've got the the kind of layers layers of deception mm. of, of the original character and, and the story. And then second, you've got the fact that we saw him in Shang-Chi in the scene. What does it mean? Hmm. Um, and what does it mean for Jan, who's just kind of staked her reputation and career on this case hmm. for some reason? She didn't have a lot of choice, though, really. If she's not getting a job elsewhere, yeah. the evil corporation, is the evil lawyers are saying, you've got to do this case. I can see if Bruce, you know, if, if it had been that <laughs> there was an issue with Bruce, but... Um, hmm. But, I mean, defence lawyers defend people all the time that they don't necessarily feel mm-hmm. are innocent because that's a necessary part of the process, isn't it? This, I mean, I think that's one of the things where that, yes, that is true. But when you're talking to a general audience that perhaps doesn't engage as much with crime things as they might, mm. maybe some of us need a bit more um, hand-holding. It's interesting mm. the things they want to hand-hold and not. Mm. 
Yeah. Perhaps. Um, yeah. A quick, quick aside, the evil law firm, their logo, mm-hmm. yes. is the original logo for She-Hulk. When they first Ooh. announced this, it had this uh, she and they want to slash in it and yeah. Hulk mm. lower. That's their logo. Oh, nice. oh, okay. And I don't know whether that was always the plan and they decided to redo it for She-Hulk and, uh, because they went more comedic with it or something. Because mm. it does, it, it is a very sort of legal firm logo. It would feel right in Good Wife, they're a law firm, and Alan Beale uh, yeah. and other things of that ilk. There is not a law firm called The Good Wife. But yes. Well, no, but the law firm in the... Yeah. <laughs> Do they even have a logo? I can't remember. But the law firm in the... I've watched so many episodes of Batman, I don't yeah. remember there being a logo. Flipping, flipping... Some names. What are they called from Angel? Wolfram oh. and Hart. Oh. How do I know this? I've not watched Angel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it has that sort yeah. of styling to it. Good. Okay. We have law mm. references. There was something really interesting I saw on Twitter that I cannot sort of find now. But when... Um, she's looking at the laptop, she's on the sofa with Nikki, she's trying to look for jobs, and then she looks up, kind of, you know, being a mascot or something. On the right-hand side is future link, as other links. Oh, I remember it now. On the right-hand side is other links. There is reference to a man in a bar fight with claws coming out of his fists or something. Right. And there is a... Why the hell is there a statue of a man sticking out of the earth? <laughs> something along those lines. I'll okay. find I'll find the image and put it in the links. But, um, but yeah, I did think, aha, so we've got our first Wolverine reference. Wolverine sighting. Mm. And also a kind of nod that they've been looking at Twitter again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels like, again, things that people are actually interested in seeing and want discussed. Well, we're I not interested it's... We're not okay. interested in seeing and discussing them, so we're going to give you a little throwaway jokey thing. And um, Yeah, um, but I don't think we're never going to get Wolverine. So I just think it's a nod. No, well, we keep saying, like, hey, there's a big statue sticking out of the earth. Yeah. Is this their way of addressing it? Because well, what we're doing is really? we're saying in this world we've outsourced it basically to BuzzFeed, mm. so, which is not to say that BuzzFeed don't do. And are, the are good we getting work, Wolverine? Maybe is this a thing that they're going to have to retcon because they've done a jokey joke thing and actually years I later, gonna, like a, like referencing Stephen Strange in yeah, like is, Iron it, Man Two or stuff yeah. like that. So it's literally a line, but it was trending on Twitter. Yeah. So mm. they know what they're doing, mm. and it's annoying. I enjoyed it a little bit. No, I enjoyed but it. And I also like Wolverine, so I'll be I'll be here when we get there. Down the road. Eventually. Let it's it not gonna rest. be She-Hulk. Let it rest. Stop <laughs> making Batman films. Stop making Wolverines. Just give me more X-Men. Don't give me Other any X-Men. Exactly. Don't give me Different any more Spider Men's. Give me Spider Gwen. Give me, X-Men. you know. Any of them. <laughs> Make anyway. a new character. Do yes. something. <laughs> Although I am quite here for bringing Tim Roth back in after all this period of time. And my mm. last point on, on this is that Tim Roth is a fabulous actor and Tatiana Maskell is also a fabulous actor. So I would really like them to do more than talk at each other from either side of a young Okay, man. I was about to say, and where did you get that from? Because I did not get that from this Previous episode. History. Right, that's fine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's absolutely fine. But in this, it was like, that. I'm not even sure they shared a scene together. <laughs> no. And and it 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 would be a shame if we did mm. not make most of this again. You know, we we talked a lot in, in Moonlight with Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac, and they did share some quality content. Mm-hmm. I would like that. Now that we've gone to the trouble of bringing these two great actors here, let's have them do something. Okay. And also, actually, let's have Tatiana do something. 
because I, mm. I don't know if we're going to get that in this show. I think what we could get is her mm. after the show then in an Avengers or something, if they go that route, and then she'll have more to do because there'll be the switches in tone and things. But I don't know. We're only two in. Maybe this will change yeah. dramatically, but... Mm. Mm. I mean, it could be a good courtroom drama. There's good acting in those. I've seen some. Yeah, this is not going to give us that. Um, it's got to give us some drama. It's got, there's got to be a story in here somewhere, guys. <laughs> Episode 8, Beams of Light and, and Punchy Punch. <laughs> that's, 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 that's where the drama Green comes Green wiggly in. woos, that's yeah. what it'll be. Well, we do have the other story because we see Bruce on the Sakarian ship. Mm-hmm. And it's nice this time that we didn't mention that until way down the episode. <laughs> Because um, I was, I was thinking that uh, I said, I said to my dear wife, I said that this is one of those things, isn't it, where you're sort of bogged down in this kind of is she going to get a job or not? And then Bruce is on a spaceship, and you just think, <laughs> I know which storyline I want to be in. <laughs> I assume we're going to get glimpses of this throughout, and then that's going to lead into something, I don't know, um, secret invasion or what have you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's annoying Marvel. if it's a backdoor trailer, in a way, cause, <laughs> because I am going to be more interested in that, and I don't think that's fair on, on She-Hulk. I quite like it, because if we are... I, I was really surprised to actually see um, Banner in this one, because I thought mm, we're going to yeah. get him at, heavy at the beginning, and then he'll probably come back at the end. But I, I quite like that it was just kind of... Because if we are going to be cutting back to him, then he is going to be doing things like being on a Sakarian ship. And that is normally the thing I would gravitate towards because I like my mysteries. But mm. I, just, I thought there was a, enough, particularly with bringing in Blonsky and that in this episode that, that I was kind of like, oh, cool, we've got another little check-in with that. Mm. But it didn't sort of pull me out of it. Mm. So it's a weird one. I'm still hoping the... it's the last we see of it. Really? Mm-hmm. No, for, for this show. Yeah. yeah, because it, because even if it's this show becomes more interesting or that is less interesting or something, it's still a big story. Give us time for that story. Like it's twenty two minutes long. Why is it twenty two minutes long? Who's telling them to be twenty two minutes long? They're That's not how doing it sitcoms. for advert. But <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Adverts not here. They they there's no reason for this to be any length. And on a dare say next week will be twenty seven minutes. Then be thirty two minutes. Then be twenty one minutes. And it just it's very clear there is more there could be more fat on this it, mm. it, you know it could have more going for it and I don't understand why it's so short and yet there are still quite a lot of things in it because they're writing them so snappily it's that you know there are a lot of scenes it's just not a great deal happened in those scenes particularly you know mm. it's mm. the big thing for this episode is Blonsky isn't it it's the, the yeah. intro to mm. him yeah. her getting into the, the, the law firm um, I hope I'm not going to end up saying this every episode <laughs> but I'm kind of thinking next episode is really going to kick into whatever it is we're doing because <laughs> I said yeah this still feels like set up which again as didn't, you've said didn't you say it was the fourth episode that the reviewers said it no they had reviewed okay. four episodes mm. and they they just sort of said it got well at the time when I read them they said it got going sort of after the first episode but I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday that said actually it's after two that it kind of gets into its rhythm so I don't know we will have to see but I uh, just to reiterate having just complained about the thing for however long I enjoyed it it was fun I'm looking forward to the next one not in a one division oh my god I have to watch the next one Mm -hmm. 
But when I remember partway through Thursday that it's popped up, I will be pleased. <laughs> okay, final question, I think, from me on it then. We talked last week how perhaps they should have released two episodes. If these two episodes are coming out together, do we think it would have been a better introduction, a better way to start the series? That was a really good question. I'm not sure. Ooh. It would have been. Okay. How many did we get with one division? Was it? Two? It was only two. Or did we get three? Mm, two. It was two. Yeah. I know. Part of me is like it would have been good to get this bit done in the first week, so then we can get on with the story. But yeah, I, I mean, I think I'm. I don't think it would have added anything in the way that we thought it would. Where okay. you know we'd have the setup one and then. Hmm. Okay, now we see what the show is going to be like because I don't. Think, I'm hoping that isn't the case. I feel like this episode exacerbates some of the worst points of the first episode okay. and does at least introduce some more interesting elements but we already had the interesting elements in the first episode mm. so that's really interesting. i actually think that mm. it was probably the right thing to do to have it be one at a time because i'm not i don't want to stop watching it okay mm. in spite of it. <laughs> I, I i like it in spite mm. of itself and the way that some of it makes me feel so I'm looking forward to hopefully not feeling negative Ooh. anymore. Because I, yeah, I feel like it too. would have been a really good thing to have had them both. Because the first episode had so much Bruce Banner and CG and actiony stuff, action, action, tangential stuff, if not actual action. This had none of it and only a bit of the CG, but it had more of setting up the law story, setting up the ongoing story, more of her family, more of what's possibly coming. And if it is that this is the last we see of Bruce until like episode eight or something, that would again mm. be quite nice. So we'll get that out of the way. And Abby, you make a really good point. If this is like, okay, here's all the stuff that's hitting the sexism on the head and the feminism aspects on the head and make it really, really heavy handed, they're done. And now we can get into actual stories. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure that's going to contain throughout. Well, yes, so I think it's a, a major tenant. But you have convinced me. I think they mm. should have released them together. Mm. I, th I think you're right. The, the, the balance might have been a bit better in terms of, especially in terms of the action. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I still think it might have just been Too much. a bit much of the wrong things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I think that the dominant takeaways would not necessarily be the ones that it would be nice to have. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Um, but I, I think it's interesting that my kind of my personal issue is sort of with with the tone and, and the punchiness, mm. um, because issues with other things have been so different. Mm. You know, issues with the plot or the characters or the things, um, and you know, by and large, I am pretty intrigued. Um, so I think that kind of covers the episode, unless anyone else has anything else about the episode that we just watched. And then there was indeed another post-credits, and it looks like we might just be getting a regular post-credit, which I, I'm a fan of. I enjoy that. I will say, as the strong, strong person, yes, that happens. And also, yes, people say, oh, I could have done that just after you've done it. And you just think, well, you didn't, did you? And then next time you ask them, they say, oh, you should probably do that. Or I'm, just, I'm doing this, I'll do it later. And you just think, fine, I'll just get on with it. Um, so, you know, whilst I certainly don't do it in that outfit... Um, you know, yes, and don't touch those wires again. Yes, I like that. That was I, I was amused by that scene. Um, yeah, good. 
And so I think that brings us to the close of an episode that was frankly three times as long, pretty much, <laughs> as the episode of the show we were talking about. So uh, at least we weren't we aren't wanting for content. So <laughs> thank you for sticking with us. Um, Matthew, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter at Matthew Vose. And Laura, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter at Laura Geeks Out. And I'm on Twitter at this AE Sure. And you can find out more about the show and other shows at Eloquent Gushing on Twitter and other platforms. Um, hashtag MarvelousPod. Marvelous. Pod. Marvelous.